Welcome back to Let's Explore Tokyo podcast. My name's Lee. This time, I'm not actually joined by James. One of the reasons why we haven't had any episodes out for such a long time this year is because, unfortunately, James had to move back overseas for work. So he's no longer in Japan, which obviously makes doing the podcast very difficult. However, somewhere in the future, I hope he can still like be involved somehow in the podcast. But joining me this time is real life Japanese person and also happens to be my lovely wife, Keiko. Hi, my name is Keiko. <laughs> I'm Japanese. Yes, Keiko's a <laughs> yes, Keiko's a real Japanese person. So how Japanese are you? Do you eat natto every day? No, I hate natto. Oh, that's one strike. And actually, I never tried natto. Okay, that's one strike for not in the real Japanese column. Do you carry an umbrella with you everywhere? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you told me that years ago. You said, oh, I can always tell a Japanese person overseas because they'll carry an umbrella everywhere. Oh, yeah. Especially my previous job was to an escort. Mm. And every morning I ask my client, oh, do you have umbrella today? Do you have umbrella today? Yeah. Umbrella seems to be one of those things about Japanese culture that maybe not so many people know about. When people think about Japanese culture, they maybe think of ninjas, samurai, geisha, <laughs> that kind of thing. Umbrellas, though, if you watch the weather forecast here, it'll have mm. a little reminder say, oh, bring your umbrella today. Yeah, every morning I say. Anyway, that's enough about umbrellas. The topic of today's episode. What is today's topic, Keiko? So today's topic is special food. Special food. Maybe if you watched, mm. if you're one of the, the few people who watched James and I's video about <laughs> eating Japanese snacks, we found some interesting, we found some not so good ones, and we found some really good ones as well. Food is such a huge topic, and it's such a rich topic as well. Mm. You can talk about it for ages. But we thought we'd narrow it down mm -hmm. a little bit today and talk about special food. Yeah. What do we mean by special food? For vegetarian or vegan mm. and for Muslim people. Yeah. One of the things you do in your job mm -hmm. recently is you actually work with people from all over the world, right? Yeah, I arrange special food for tourists mm. and some people are vegan, some people can't eat pork or fish or yeah yeah you get a lot of people coming from muslim countries mm -hmm. to your company right yeah so that's i mean that's a pretty big topic in itself mm. we thought today we'd look at special foods for any yeah like keiko said vegetarians mm -hmm. maybe vegans mm -hmm. um, a little bit of information that might be useful for muslim yeah. visitors to japan and any other groups like um we get one or two listeners in Israel. Okay, we had a message from, someone, message from someone in Israel. So I found some information about kosher food as well yes, in Tokyo. Yes, of course. And any other categories, just like uh, people who just don't like eating, mm. well, quote unquote, unusual foods. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, maybe traditional Japanese food is not for everybody. Mm, yeah. And some people are just very, 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 very fussy, but they still want to come to Japan. So mm -hmm. maybe we've got a couple of ideas that might help people like that as well. Yeah. How long have you been in Japan? 16 years. Yeah, but you don't like Japanese food. Traditional Japanese food? Not very much, no. Mm. No, uh, because it's... Likely. Yeah. So if you're like me, mm -hmm. 
and you're not really heavily into Japanese food that much.、Mm-hmm. I know a few other people as well who, who don't really get into, especially seafood. Yeah.、Um, so, traveling around Japan can be a worry because of one, language barrier,、mm-hmm. and two, Sometimes the food is just things that you really don't enjoy. So,、mm. if you put those two together, it can be difficult for some people. So, yes.、Uh, speaking from my experience or some of my friends who've come here,、mm-hmm. you know, I can give some advice on that too. Okay, so I've got notes here about topics we'll,、okay. we'll cover today on a piece of paper because I'm so old fashioned. <laughs>、um. <laughs> Let's start off with. Vegetarian eating, vegetarian dining in Tokyo. Now, neither of us are vegetarians, so we're going to put a big asterisk next to this and say that、uh, by no means do we know very much about being a vegetarian or vegan in Tokyo, not at all. But after so many years here, I've had, I've had one or two vegetarian friends here.、Really? Yeah, yeah. And,、um, And I've sometimes heard some of their experiences here. And,、mm. and I've come across over the years, I've come across one or two vegetarian restaurants around here. But with the increased number of tourists coming here recently, I've noticed over the last four or five years, especially,、uh-huh. that there are a lot more options than there used to be for vegetarian、mm. people. I'm, I'm not so sure about vegans, but there, there are now legit vegetarian options around. Whereas when I first came to Japan, There was almost zero. Yeah. Well, not zero, but very few. But I remember back, one of my co workers a few years ago、mm. is a vegetarian, and she said, it's still like it's pretty difficult. Like Japanese、mm-hmm. food, Japanese dining is not very, how do you say? Vegetarianism is not common in Japan, is it? Yeah. Do you know any vegetarians? No, I never ever heard Japanese people.、Food. Really? Not one. Vegetarian. No. What about Buddhist monks? Ah, yeah.、Mm, it's a difficult question, but originally they can't eat all kinds of animal products. So they eat shojin yori. What is shojin yori? They use only vegetables. They, of course, they don't use meat and also. They don't use fish. And- oh, fish too? Yeah. Okay. Are there any shojin yori places that you know?、Uh, lots of foreign tourists they visit the temple. Yeah. And they try shojin yori. Okay. I remember a friend of ours a few years ago, she went to a temple、yeah. and maybe did that. In Nara or? Yeah. Wakayama. Nara or Kyoto, some, somewhere、yeah. around there. Yeah. But as far as restaurants go, Are there any shojin yori type restaurants around? I, I've never really heard of.、Mm, It's kind of、know. new to me. I don't know. I tried shojin yori, but always I tried it at temples. Okay.、Mm. Buddhist temples, obviously, you're probably going to get a vegetarian slash vegan、mm. meal there, but. It might not be the easiest place <laughs> to go to. Yeah. You know, you, you, obviously, you can't go there every day, right?、Mm. But that could be suggestion number one, right? Yeah. You know, if you have time and you want to get a nice experience with、uh, you know, Buddhism in Japan,、mm-hmm. go visit one of these temples and you also, you're guaranteed a vegetarian meal. Yes. So, 
Yeah, other options for vegetarians. Now, this is kind of interesting. When I said there's a lot more options than there used to be, mm-hmm. some of the really popular options that have come up recently are a couple of a couple of chains, restaurant chains mm-hmm. around Tokyo, including one very big chain. I know that you are a big fan of this chain. Do you know what it is? Sizzler. Sizzler. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> no, no Sizzler. Sizzler. I, I wasn't thinking of Sizzler, but that's a good point. Sizzler. Yeah. <laughs> Sizzler, like where is Sizzler in Tokyo? Do you know? Oh, we always go Sizzler in Shinjuku. Mm. Yeah, there's a big one in Nishi Shinjuku, which is mm-hmm. which means West Shinjuku. Yeah. It's near the big、uh, Tokyo Metropolitan Government Tower,、mm-hmm. and not far from the Keio Plaza Hotel. Yeah, really close. Yeah, as Keiko was saying, like we sometimes go there、mm-hmm. because. What's the big positive point about Sizzler for vegetarians? Do you think big salad bar? Yeah, eh? it's probably one of the biggest salad bars that I've seen. Maybe other people probably know better, but as far as I know, Sizzler has one of the biggest and sort of best stocked salad bars that I've seen.、Mm. And it's not just salad as well, but they've got like fresh fruit and、uh, even ice cream. Yes, dessert bar also yeah, yeah. and drink bar. <laughs> Now,、uh, depending on how strict a vegetarian you are, or if、mm. you're vegan, I'm not sure if everything is going to be great for you. But they've got loads and loads of fresh salads,、yeah. a good range of vegetables.、Mm-hmm. Um, they've even got pasta. They've got rice and cheeses. Japanese curry rice. Yeah, yeah. Now the curries usually got meat in it, right? Yeah. Yeah.、Um, like I said, not everything in there may be maybe for you as a Vegetarian. I know some vegetarians that、mm. I've known over the years are okay with eating one or two animal products like cheese or、yeah. maybe even a little bit of fish.、Uh, but then some people don't want to eat any、mm-hmm. animal products at all. But Sizzler is not a bad bet. And yeah. yeah, the one, the biggest one we know of is in Nishi Shinjuku, West Shinjuku.、Mm-hmm. But there's others around Tokyo which I didn't know about. Okay, other one is、uh, inside Tokyo Dome Hotel. Okay. And also in Odaiba,、mm-hmm. Oshiage, Fuchu. So there's actually quite a lot scattered around、mm-hmm. Tokyo. Yeah, I mean, it's Sizzler, so it's pretty easy to look up. Just Google Sizzler. Yeah. Sizzler Tokyo. Now, the other restaurant chain, which is a Japanese company that I know you're a big fan of, and I like it too. And you said just recently. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Koko? Yeah, yeah. We, on this podcast, we've mentioned Koko Ichiban、mm-hmm. before. Mm.、Um, and recently, Koko Ichiban have become very, how do you say, very aware of all the tourists、yeah. coming into Japan. Yes. They have a vegetarian menu. Now, I think in,、mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been to all of their stores because there's so many around Japan.、Yeah. But everyone that I've been to recently in the last couple of years,、mm-hmm. I've noticed that it says, Vegetarian menu.、Mm, yes, they have、yeah. some. If you're not exactly familiar with Koko Ichiban, we've mentioned it before. It's a Japanese curry house.、Mm-hmm. Yes, Japanese curry. Yeah, and it's really good because it, it's fairly cheap and you can choose how spicy <laughs> you want the curry. You can choose whatever you want in the curry, on the curry, all these toppings and stuff.、Yes. And like we said, now they have a vegetarian men- menu. So, and I'm not sure, again,、mm-hmm. I'm not exactly how, sure how strict they are on、mm. how vegetarian they are. So, like, if you're a vegan, I don't want to say、mm. 
Koko Ichiban is, is for you. It might be. Yeah. yeah. Again, go to their website and look them up. We'll actually be posting links to the places we mention yes. on the episode notes so that you can just follow the links and mm-hmm. get the information from there. Koko Ichiban do have English on their website now, so you can look mm. at um, yeah, their menu and information about them. Yes. But they're everywhere in Japan. And needless to say, in Tokyo, they're everywhere as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's one about 10 minutes from our place. Yes. Try not to go there too often. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I just yourself. saw one news. The Kokoichi opened new shop in London. Really? Yes. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> London. Because I've got some family in the UK. And I mentioned to them, like, oh, if you go to London, yeah, yeah, yeah I remember this. Ah. I was telling them to go to London because they love Japanese curry yeah. as well. Do you know any other places around Tokyo where a vegetarian might be able to get a good meal? Hmm. Do you have any idea? Well, I don't just have ideas, I've got notes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Before I go into any like specific vegan and vegetarian restaurants that I found mm. uh, that are Seem to be quite popular in Tokyo. A couple of other sort of general、mm-hmm. suggestions, like we mentioned, Koko Ichiban is a, is a pretty good general,、yeah. basic sort of vegetarian option. Another really good option, and we talked about this earlier, was Indian restaurants. Ah, I see. Okay. The good thing about Indian restaurants、uh-huh. is one, they're everywhere. Yeah.、Um, Lots. I'm not going to get too specific about, oh, go to this restaurant, go to this Indian restaurant, or this one, because there's just so many of them.、Mm-hmm. If you're staying anywhere in Tokyo, you will not be that far from an Indian restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got everywhere. Yeah. At least one near our place.、Mm-hmm. They've always got vegetarian food. And I'm、mm-hmm. sure if you're a vegetarian yourself, you'll, you'll be familiar with the fact that Indian restaurants always have vegetarian food.、Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a good sort of general. Back up if you're、yeah. not sure. But anyway, closing out the vegetarian slash vegan options,、mm-hmm. I found some information about some pretty popular places around, to- around the Tokyo area. Okay. One place I found, it's got about three or four different shops、mm-hmm. around the whole region, and that is called Tease Tantan. Tease Tantan? Yeah. Sounds like a Chinese restaurant. It does, doesn't it? When you think of tantan, tantan men, <laughs> that is, what is tantan men for anybody? It's a spicy noodle. Yeah, it's like spicy ramen,、mm-hmm. right? Really spicy ramen.、Uh, but tease tantan, that's just T, apostrophe S, tantan,、mm-hmm. T A N T A N. It's a small chain. They've got a shop in Narita Airport. Wow. I'm not exactly sure which terminal. I think it's new. I think it's fairly new, yeah.、Mm-hmm. Um, but their speciality,、mm-hmm. well, tantan,、mm-hmm. It's a type of ramen, right? So, their、yeah. specialty is ramen. So, vegetarian ramen.、Mm-hmm. I know a lot of foreigners come to Japan and they, they really want to try ramen, right? Because、mm. there's so many different types of ramen.、Mm-hmm. And obviously, if you're a vegetarian, it's going to be difficult because ramen is usually made mostly with, well, pork, right? Yeah. Mostly pork, sometimes beef.、Mm. Yeah. So, this is a vegetarian chain one in Narita Airport,、mm-hmm. one in Tokyo Station. Yes.、Uh, which, you know, Tokyo Station is so hard to find. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's so hard to find anything in Tokyo、office. Station. Yeah. Okay. It's not far from your office, actually. And they've got like a non ramen slash general restaurant in Jiu Gaoka, which is like in sort of the、mm. southwest of Tokyo. It's on a train line called the Toyoko、yeah. line. And, but yeah, again, don't worry, we'll post links、uh-huh. to these places. But yeah, I looked these up and 
they look really good actually. Really? I mean, I'm not even vegetarian. Tantan. Tees Tantan, yeah. They're Giogoka restaurant, so they're larger, more general type of restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, the homepage actually has a lot of information in English. Oh. So, And they do mention that they have vegan food as well. So, mm-hmm. The owner is Japanese? I think so. Uh-huh. So they seem to be a pretty good option for vegetarians and vegans. Yeah. Another really popular option I found, uh-huh. and it's in Shibuya, which is a really popular location for tourists, right? Oh, yeah. Is a place called Nagi Shokudo. Nagi Shokudo. Mm. Could you just explain what Shokudo means for Japanese restaurant? Yeah, it's like a cafeteria, basically. Yeah, really casual Japanese style restaurant. Yeah, and this place does say that they specialize in vegetarian and vegan、mm. food. So, you know, if you are vegan and you're worried about any sort of animal product、mm-hmm. in your food, apparently、mm-hmm. Nagi Shokudo in Shibuya is pretty good. Yeah, sounds like Nagi. I just remembered one other thing, one other general type of food that might be okay for some vegetarians. Again, I learned this from my friend years ago who was、mm-hmm. vegetarian.、Mm. And we'd often go to an okonomiyaki place. Okay. <laughs> What is okonomiyaki? Okonomiyaki is、uh, some English book、uh, translate like okonomiyaki is、uh, Japanese pancake.、Mm. But of course, it's not sweet. No, it's a savory pancake.、Mm-hmm. Well, it's pancake mix. It is a, it's a type of pancake. It's like a big fat pancake. Yeah. About an inch or two inches thick.、Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's pancake mix with loads and loads of vegetables <laughs> and other stuff just thrown in, right? Yeah. Okonomiyaki is a, there is a dashi. Mm. Japanese dashi and negi, spring onion. Yeah. And a lot of cabbage. That's it.、Ah, yes, That's the chief、cabbage. ingredient. Loads and loads、That's、of shredded、important. cabbage. Yes. Cabbage and sliced ginger. Yeah. Shoga. Yeah. And、uh, I don't know the English word, agedama. It's、uh, I don't know that outside the tempura. Like, oh. It's really difficult. Oh, that is difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's tempura, kind、yeah. of tempura. But basically, it's a big fat、uh-huh. pancake with loads of cabbage.、Mm-hmm. And then on top, they put loads and loads of mayonnaise. Yeah, and, and that brown sauce. sauce. Yeah. You mentioned that it's made with dashi. And that's a good point. Dashi is a type of stock, like soup stock. Yeah. We have two different types of dashi. Yeah. One comes from vegetables, one comes from fish. Yeah. So. Again, it could be quite difficult to find out <laughs> what type of dashi they're using. My friend, you know, years ago, she didn't seem to really mind too much about the dashi thing,、mm-hmm. uh, whether it's made with fish or not. Yeah.、Uh, but again, everybody's different. And if you don't want to eat any animal products、mm. whatsoever, then okonomiyaki might not be okay for you. Yeah.、Um, I think so. but, but yeah, it was just one of those places that sometimes she'd recommend going to because she could, like, oh, I don't have to. I can just have what I, what I want on it. Because、mm-hmm. that's what okonomi means, doesn't it? Okonomiyaki、mm-hmm. means it's like whatever you want. Yes. You know,、um, so it's a pancake with whatever you want on it. <laughs> Moving on,、mm-hmm. the next category I thought is pretty important because you reminded me of this、mm-hmm. in your line of work, in your company. And that、mm-hmm. is 
the large number of people coming from Muslim countries yes. to Japan. And of course, special dietary and eating needs if、mm. you are a practicing Muslim. Yes. We get a lot of visitors from Malaysia and Indonesia、uh, yeah, also. recently.、Mm. Of course, and I think. If I'm not mistaken, I think Indonesia is the largest Muslim country in the world.、Mm, yes.、Oh, correct me if I'm wrong, somebody. But、um, anyway, you know, it's not too far from Japan. There's lots and lots of cheap flights、mm. recently. So、um, it's becoming more and more important、uh, for a lot of Japanese businesses to cater、yeah. to Muslim tourists.、Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I've noticed recently. Just like the vegetarian options,、mm-hmm. I've seen a lot more halal options. Yes. Pop up around Tokyo. I'm not sure about other parts of Japan because I don't I don't travel outside of Tokyo that much every、mm, year. Me neither. Yeah, but I'm sure in other big cities like Osaka, there's probably other halal places. I think so. But in Tokyo, anyway, I've seen quite a few. I mean, just recently you organized a dinner for your visitors from Kuwait.、Mm-hmm. Uh, where did you send them for dinner? You sent them to a. By the company arranged a dinner in Ichigaya. Mm, which is quite central Tokyo. Yeah, the sort of between Shinjuku and. It's Bosporus Harsan,、uh, Turkish restaurant. Right. And you showed me some of the pictures of the, the、yeah. website. It looked really good, actually.、Uh, I do like Turkish food. <laughs> yeah. But you said that, that that's a halal certified、yes. restaurant.、Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, neither of us are Muslim, so we don't know <laughs> everything, but we're just going like, to point you in a general direction.、Mm-hmm. Like, if you, again, like. Some of our vegetarian friends have come here over the、mm. years. You're hungry and you need to go somewhere quickly to get something to eat. Yeah. Again, I'm going to go back to one of. We should be sponsored by Koko Ichiban because we've mentioned <laughs> it like so many times on this podcast <laughs> in another episode too. But you pointed this out to me recently, again, connected through your job.、Uh-huh. Koko Ichiban now has halal certified shops. Yes, they have a halal shop in Akihabara.、Mm. And also in Shinjuku. Yep. Near Kabukicho, right? Yeah, apparently near Kabukicho. So, as far as I know, those are the only two guaranteed halal、uh-huh. certified Kokoichiban stores. So, don't expect halal from、mm-hmm. any of the other Kokoichiban places around that you see. Actually, turned out when I was researching this, there's quite a lot of options. There's way more than I thought、okay. for halal in Tokyo now. Again, ramen is it's a big. Ah,、uh, difficult. Ramen's a big thing in Japan, right? And、mm. I know, you know, I've said it before, but lots and lots of tourists come here and they, they really want to have ramen.、Mm. And again, it's a big problem if you're a vegetarian or you're a Muslim, right? Because、yeah. it's mostly made with pork or pork broth.、Mm-hmm. So I found out about a place that actually specializes in ramen.、Okay. It's called Ramen Oka in Shinjuku. Okay. Shinjuku Nichome. And that's not too far from Kabukicho、yeah. area where you've got the halal koko ichiban.、Mm-hmm. Certified halal and vegetarian ramen. It's kind of interesting.、Mm. Yeah. This is new for me as well because I've never heard of halal ramen. Really? And I'm interested to know what exactly it would be. I, I, I imagine that obviously there's no pork.、Uh-huh. There'd, be no, there'd be limited seafood, I guess. Yeah. No、Ac- shellfish. Actually, I introduced one halal. Ramen shop、mm. in Asakusa. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good location. Yes. Asakusa is famous for the temple, obviously. Yes. 
and it's a big tourist destination, right? Mm. Oh, so there's a halal ramen place there yeah. too. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, sorry. That was the only vegetarian slash halal ramen specialty okay. place I found. The other one, this is not ramen, but it really, really interests me because I <laughs> it's the first time I'd ever heard of this. Okay. Um, if you've ever heard of yakiniku. Oh. Now, obviously, Keiko, you know what yakiniku is. My favorite. Yeah, it's Keiko's favorite, right? Yes. What is it? Japanese-style barbecue. I think it's originally originally from Korea, isn't it? Like, it's just barbecue beef. I, uh, I don't know which country is original, but Korean barbecue is famous. Yeah. But yakiniku is like, it's, I, I will say I've been to Korea and it like, yakiniku is, a, is more of a Japanese-style version of the Korean version. Mm, okay. So it's just strips of beef or various cuts of beef that mm-hmm. you barbecue on your own hot grill yes at your table really good fun mm-hmm. you know you know for this is i'm just describing this for people who are not familiar with japanese culture or japanese food or, mm. but it's typically like a kind of party group party food yes you know a lot of company end of year parties will go to a yakiniku place because you get everybody sitting around a big table and you cook the food and it's fun <laughs> and, you know and yeah also that comes with it you order like loads and loads of vegetables that you grill on the, mm. on the hot plate as well and yeah really really good fun and i'd never heard of this before but there is a, one halal certified yakiniku place uh-huh. in Shibuya. Okay. It's called Gumon. Have you heard of Gumon? Never. It's not, apparently, Gumon is not necessarily catering just for mm-hmm. halal and Muslim people. It's actually a, a pretty popular yakiniku place in Shibuya for, for everybody, uh-huh. locals included. But it's certified halal, and I thought that's really interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Yakiniku is great fun, isn't yes. it? Like, you know, yes. It's, it's one of your favorites. <laughs> Not a specific restaurant I recommend, but I'm going to go back to Indian restaurants again mm-hmm. because I think I mentioned before, many of the Indian restaurants in Japan, or at least around Tokyo, are run by... Indian or Bangladeshi Uh, they sort of they're not necessarily just Mm. Indian restaurants a lot of them are actually catering to Mm. the entire South Asia area some of these places are run by people from Bangladesh and Nepal who are Mm. obviously you know Bangladesh obviously Muslim so actually quite a few of them that I've been to over the years I've noticed that they have you know a halal menu yeah and one place I remember we went there a few years ago uh, is a place called Samrat S-A-M-R-A-T it's a small chain they've got yeah. like six or seven places all over Tokyo yes in Shibuya in yeah Shinjuku um, they're, yeah they're in all the big popular spots mm. yeah and I remember we went to the Samrat restaurant in Shibuya one day yes and a huge group of I think they were from Malaysia mm-hmm. uh, tourists came in they had a they had they booked the room out and I noticed on their menu that they had the stamp mm. halal yeah. certified on it. So some right, like some of these places they say there's Indian food, but they actually do food from all over the the area. Yeah. And so you, you know, if you search around, one or two of them at least could also have halal certification on them. Mm. And final sort of piece of advice for any Muslim tourists looking for somewhere to eat in Tokyo is again a bit of general advice, mm. but. Not too far from our place uh-huh. is a place that's very popular with Muslim tourists. Hmm. And that is the Kami or Chami Mosque. I'm not sure how you pronounce it correctly, but it's the largest mosque in Tokyo. And it could be the largest mosque in Japan. Actually. I think so. Yeah. 
a big, beautiful building. It's mm. a Turkish style um, mosque. Yes, it's Turkish. Yeah, like uh, it's. I think it's styled on Ottoman period mm-hmm. architecture, mm-hmm. but it's it's really big, beautiful building. And that is, if you want to get there, it's the closest station is called Yoyogi Uehara. Mm. Which is on the Odakyu line. Yeah, you can get that easily from Shinjuku. You look for Odakyu, O D A K Y U. Basically, Odakyu line takes you all the way out west, out to Hakone, but only about three stops, two or three stops. Four is, stops actually. So, sorry, four stops actually is Yoyogi Uehara. So it's only about five or six minutes from Shinjuku on the train. Yeah. Um, you get off there and you can follow the, the signs to the mosque. Mm-hmm. But around the mosque itself, I've noticed just walking around that area, there's there's a couple of little restaurants around there that mm-hmm. um, you have signs written in Arabic script and stuff. Okay. So, and I'm pretty sure they're all halal certified as well. Okay. And just in general, it's a really cool place to see. It's a really nice building. Mm. Next, another group that we want to share some advice on, and that's because you know we've had a few, we had a couple of messages from uh, people in Israel actually, yeah. and that's um, anybody coming from Israel coming to Japan. Well, of course, if you keep kosher, it's yeah, it's not going to be easy. Yeah. But there are a few places. There's actually a handful of Israeli Restaur- restaurants around Tokyo. Mm. There's some really good ones. Yeah. Um, but not all of them are certified kosher. Mm. Not too long ago, you found a place, didn't you, that you told me about and we went there. Oh, near Ikebukuro, right? Oh. A place near Ikebukuro, mm. an Israeli restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it exactly? It's in a place called Shin Ekoda. Shin Ekoda Station. Yeah, and the train line is... Seibu? Yeah. Ikebukuro line? Seibu Ikebukuro line, yeah. I'm not sure. It's yeah. Like... So it's not in a terribly central part, but Ikebukuro is a pretty popular place for a lot of mm. tourists to stay. So if you find the Seibu Ikebukuro line and mm. take it for about two or three stops, it's not that yeah. far, you can go to Shin Ekoda and you can find this place. Do you remember the name? I don't remember that. Shamaim. Shamaim. Yeah. Oh, mime. <laughs> Water, right? Um, not exactly. Okay. <laughs> Shamaim means heaven, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> okay. But it has, it, sorry, it has mime in it. Why? Please explain. Why do you know mime, which was mime Hebrew for water? All Japanese know the song. My, 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 my. Why do all Japanese people know the mime song? We danced. Well, when we danced, for camping. And the uh, sports festival, we dance the song. Yeah. And. My mind. Yeah, you you found out later, or you told me it was on this TV show, wasn't it? It was introduced to Japan by who? Who introduced this to Japan? GHQ? Yeah. Just after World War II. Ah, yeah. There was a an American Jewish soldier stationed at mm-hmm. GHQ, mm-hmm. I think around Tokyo area. Yeah. Somehow he got into working with kids mm-hmm. and he taught them the mime water dance yeah. song. So, yeah, all these Japanese kids. And and you knew it as well, the, yeah. the mime water dance. Especially camping. While camping, right, right. we danced around the fire. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's a really easy song to sing and dance to, isn't it? So. Uh-huh. Anyway, that's pretty interesting. But yeah, Shamaim. Shamaim. Okay. <laughs> it's a little bit different. <laughs> but yeah, Shamaim, really good. I remember mm. we went there not too long ago and you pay about 2,000 yen and you can get the full course. Really d- typical sort of Israeli food, right? Yeah. yeah. Soup, falafel. pickles, falafel, pita bread, pita bread hummus, yeah. uh, and, uh, schnitzel. Kebab. Yeah. And I think for around 2,000 yen, you could just keep getting as much uh, hummus and pita bread as you want. And I think more falafel too. Yeah, tabe hodai. Yeah, the tabe hodai. That's a good word to learn, isn't yeah. it? What does it mean? We can eat... How can I say? Eat as much as you want. Ah, yeah. That's yeah. What. Tabe, which is like the stem of the verb to eat. Eat. Taberu, to tabe. eat. I guess in Romaji, you spell it out, be T-A-B-E. Tabe. Tabe. Hodai. H-O-U-D-A-I. Put those two together and it literally means eat as much as you want. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you pay 2,000 yen, which is about, in US dollars, that would be about 20 bucks. Yeah. About that much, uh, which I think is not a bad deal. Yes, tabehodai. Tabehodai is an important word. Yeah. Because uh, before we talked about shizura, shizura yeah. also tabehodai. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you can think of it as well, sizzler is a buffet, but tabehodai is a, you can just keep ordering stuff and they'll bring mm. it to you. Um, so anyway, yeah. Shamaim is really good mm. and they had oh, they had Israeli beer as well. Yes. Okay, so another place should also mention is Shamaim is not kosher so certified. Uh, so it's really good it's really nice so, mm-hmm. but if you're, if you're trying to keep kosher that's mm. yeah be aware of that the other place which is also really good is mm. Taim Taim which if you're listening from Israel just means delicious doesn't it so, and it is delicious mm. Taim is in Ebisu yes and the it's other really one small. is uh, near Tokyo Station yeah that's right he's just opened up a new mm-hmm. a new shop near Tokyo Station yes. I haven't seen that one yet Marunouchi Time's been around for a few years now, mm-hmm. and it's really, really good. Uh, it's very small, very small. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> just a counter and mm-hmm. some seats around it. So I do recommend trying to make a reservation there. Again, we'll put links to these places mm-hmm. so you can uh, call them up or email them saying mm-hmm. when you want to come uh, because it's it's so small, it's hard to get in there yeah, sometimes. Yeah, lunch, especially lunchtime, a lot of people are waiting outside. Yeah, really good shawarma. Really good falafel, and um, I tried vegan plate. That's right. Again, another good option for vegetarians and mm. vegans. But again, all the standard stuff you'd expect: schnitzel, soup. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not kosher as well. Mm. Now I remember the guy who owns that place is called Dan. Mm. Dan Zuckerman. He used to work in a place that was down the road from my office years ago called David's Deli and we've been there once this is another oh, place yes. this is another um, well I don't know about Israeli style but it's, uh, it's, it's sort of more general maybe more sort of American style uh-huh. Jewish food David's Deli which uh-huh. is near a station called Shirokane Takenawa mm. bit of a long name but again post a link Dan the owner of Taim used to work there and we'd go there quite often because it was the only restaurant in the whole <laughs> neighborhood actually so we'd go there quite often Food's not as good, I don't think, as the other uh, two places, but it's still pretty good. Uh, again, it's also not a kosher place. Mm. If you are trying to go to kosher places, I've been to just up the road from David's Deli, 
at this, you know, you get off at the same station, Shirokani Takenawa. Mm -hmm. It's hard to explain where it is. So again, follow the link that we post yeah. to it. It's called Chana's Place. Mm -hmm. And it's inside the same building. It's kind of run, well, not run by, but it's inside the mm -hmm. temple, inside the synagogue. Oh, okay. I never the, been there. The Kabad synagogue there. Small little place, really, really casual. Uh, I remember going in there and the, the chef was this young Israeli guy, mm -hmm. uh, super casual. You just go in there, say, like, what do you want? Like, I want this, 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 and this. And they'll make it up for you. Oh, of course, nice. they've got a menu, but, you know, you can just rock up there like like you do and just say, like, yeah, I, I really want some falafel. And he's like, okay, he'll knock mm. you up a sandwich with some schnitzel and other stuff. And um, pretty good. Good. All these places are a little bit expensive. That's because the ingredients is hard to get. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, anyway, China's place is kosher because they are they are attached mm. to the yes. synagogue there. So mm. they'll cater for the, the holidays as well. Mm -hmm. And the other one, I've never been to this one because it's a little bit far away. Mm. Okay, yeah. The other one that is also kosher is Kosher Delica. And that's in mm. Omori, which is kind of in the southeast of Tokyo. Omori. Not far from Haneda Airport. Yeah, near Haneda, I think. Well, it's it's near Haneda Airport, but it's not exactly right next to it. It's in that area. Mm. Yeah, um, that is also Omori. attached to another synagogue. Oh, really? Yeah, a small little synagogue. Yeah, that Omori is a residential area. Yeah. Again, like Omori is not easy to get to, really, and it's not exactly a place for lots of. If people say the Kawasaki. Yeah. It's easy, right? Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like anything, any tourist attractions around Omori. I can't really think of any. It's not really a touristy place. Yeah, but uh, lots of people stayed the hotel around the... Because mm, it's it's area. not too far from the airport, yeah. Mm. But in any case, Kosher Delica is... Well, kosher. as the name says, it is kosher, so... Oh, just to wrap up. If you are a fussy eater like, <laughs> like me, we have I'm not one. that fussy, am I? No, it's really <laughs> difficult. But I, I know that yeah, Japanese food is not for everybody sometimes. Mm. Even if you think you're a, a strong eater and you, you come here, you might easily find some things like, what is that? I don't know what that is. And you might be a little bit squeamish. Yeah, you are really fussy and picky. You okay. hardly try. All right, all right. <laughs> Well, just recently we had the Rugby World Cup here in Japan mm -hmm. and oh, they didn't come, but one of my friend's parents in New Zealand, mm. they they were thinking of coming. They ended up not coming, but you you got really worried because you were really worried about my friend's dad, yeah. who's a super, super, super fussy eater. And you were saying like, oh, if they come here, what's he going to eat? Mm. What did you recommend actually for a guy like him who's really fussy? Steakhouse. Steakhouse. Outback. Yeah, there's a few Outback steakhouses around Tokyo. Yes. Pretty easy to find. Yes. Um, they're in all the popular spots like Shibuya, Shinagawa. Shinagawa there too. There's two in Shinagawa, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The one, Shib Shibuya. Yeah. And the... Uh, Somewhere, I'm not sure where. Yeah. But another one is called a Japanese chain. Ah. Ikinari yeah. Steak. Ikinari Steak. That's I-K-A... Oh, no. I-K-I-N-A-R-I. Yeah. Steak. Ikinari steak. Which ikinari means... Suddenly. Yes, yeah, suddenly steak. <laughs> it's a chain that's 
mm. really got huge over the last couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, it's suddenly everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, I think they do have English menu now. Basically, mm-hmm. it's fast food steak. Does yeah, that make it's sense? fast food. You go in there. There's no seats. You sort of just stand at these tables. Yes. And you go up to the counter and say, like, "Oh, I want the 200 gram ribeye," mm-hmm. and or you can. You can ask for as much steak as you want. Yeah, the guy cut the meat from yeah. the brock, then grill. Yeah, and they bring it to your table on this on a, a searing <laughs> hot plate. Yeah, uh, that's which is cool. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, no seats, so just be aware of that. Mm. But yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like fast food steak, which I think is a really good idea. Yes, that's good. Maybe idea. we should go there after this. Mm. But yeah, Ikinari steak, <laughs> good option. So yeah, steakhouses are good for people who are squeamish, or like yes. we mentioned before, Sizzler, you know, because it's got a big buffet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's other places like big chains like Fridays and ah oh, yes, yeah. Friday. and of course there's all the other fast food places like McDonald's and stuff. But mm-hmm. Churrasco, Churrasco, <gasps> yes, yes. Obviously, if you're from Brazil or Portugal, you know what Churrasco is. It's really difficult. It's barbecued meat. Yes, barbecue yeah. meat on big skewers. Uh-huh. And there's lots of them in Tokyo and Japan in general because yes. of the large mm. Brazilian uh, migrant worker population that live here. Yeah. One really famous one is Barbacoa. Yeah. They've got several stores mm-hmm. across Japan, but there's a really famous one in Omotesando that's on the Ginza line and the Hanzomon line. Mm. And just down the road in Shibuya, there's also yes, a Barbacoa, which is pretty good. Shinjuku? Oh, Shinjuku has one too, yep. Yeah. But really good because it's just lots and lots of different types of barbecued meat, yes. as much as you want. Again, it's that that classic word tabe hodai. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eat as much as you want. And they bring it all to your table, and you say, "Yeah, I'll have some of this, some of this." No, I don't want that one. And they also have a big salad bar. Yeah, huge salad bar actually. Uh. Pretty good. So that's another tip I, I recommend for people who are like a little bit squeamish about seafood or anything that they're not familiar with. Mm. I think it's. Hard to go wrong with churrasco, I think. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think we've talked enough about these sort of food options in Japan. Obviously, there's so many other places we could recommend. And if you just Google, you know, yeah. vegan or vegetarian food in Tokyo or halal mm-hmm. food in Tokyo, whatever, you'll you'll get loads and loads of information. But like I said, we'll put links to the places we have talked about on the mm-hmm. episode notes. Yeah. So, if you like this episode, we've got at least I think seven other episodes six or seven episodes all on soundcloud so just search for let's explore tokyo all one word on soundcloud and you can follow us on instagram that's just let's explore tokyo all one word there uh our twitter which is uh tokyo explore i think can't remember it's been a while since we've (laughs) done this you can find the podcast not just on soundcloud but any other of the big podcasting apps how was the first episode for you, Keiko? <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous. <laughs> Don't forget, if you have any suggestions for us, any topics we should cover or questions you want to ask us, um, you can send them anytime along on the Twitter or Instagram. It's probably the best. Or even the Facebook page too. Yeah. You know, drop us a message there and we'll try to answer your question mm. or maybe even use you know, your suggestion for a topic for a later episode yeah. as well. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you.